We are from Grand Prairie. This is our hood. So we're proud of it. Yo. It's hot and cold. Dr. Amber Townsend, what's going on? What's up, Cole Humphreys? Thanks for uh, coming in today. Thank um, you for having me in. Third time's a charm. Yeah. Uh, trial and error, right? That's right. So, uh, first time was oh we had a God. few we had a few issues. I was sweating like a turkey at Thanksgiving. That, okay. Jeez. Yeah, you, you said it. I, wasn't gonna... <laughs> I was. We uh and then the second time I am an idiot and I went to check the sound and I turned it off. Oh well. And so hopefully we'll be polished now so this is i mean that's why we need the interns right i know that's why we need the interns yes (laughs) perfect segue um what uh tell me what you do then so that's i'm glad you said that tell me why i'm having you on here sure um i currently work for grand prairie isd and i'm blessed to be in a really amazing department there Uh, i work with career and technical education and um, with that being said, the reason I kind of tease you about your intern, I have a straight shot right now looking at a picture of you and your intern at intern signing day. Yep. Um, so it's, it's such a great position right now because we get to work with the city and we get to try to, um, you know, place kids in industries that they've already expressed interest in. Yeah. Um, and just kind of a broad overview of what is career and technical education. Yes. Yeah, so CTE, right? Yeah. And career technical education. Yeah. Um, and so with, with CTE, think about the classes in uh, that the uh, teenagers get to take that kind of hook them, right? So we have auto and construction, we have masonry, we have electrical, we have dentistry, business marketing, finance, um, health science. You know, I mean, there's just a myriad of options for do you kiddos. Know, do you know the exact number of how many? Oh, we have over 30 pathways. Wow. Yeah. So I figured cool. you probably didn't want me to like list no, yes, them all. Yeah. <laughs> um, a number's fine. Right. And then and then there's some that are close. Like we have legal studies and law. Okay. Well, we have, you know, law and firefighting, right? So we, so we have oh, kiddos that are interested in being first responders. And so it's a nice way for them to just kind of peek into the profession before they, before they graduate. Okay. Um, and, and you, you, you're at Dubisky Career Center? I was. I mean, technically, uh, my team were all central yeah. office employees. Uh, so there is a funny story with that, though. So my office uh, was at Dubisky last year. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, as a, as a mom, I tend to uh, feel inspired by looking at pictures of my little cuties. Yeah. Right? And so then my office is plastered with, let's just say, everyone in my life that I love. Right? Grown-ups, children, you can imagine. Cool. Um, now my coworker Michael works in my office, and I have yet to take down a single photo. So he goes to work, <laughs> he commutes, and he gets to sit down and be like st- stared at by all these strangers, you know. Uh, so. Photo walls or mm-hmm. collages, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Those are always fun to look at. Yeah. If you don't know the person at all. That's right. Michael's just getting a nice little insight into my life. Like, oh, okay, Amber. All right. Are you in the photos as well? I mean, some Some of them. them. So if they didn't know, if he didn't know you, you'd, he'd he'd be looking at it and wouldn't know. Right. You'd just be one of the people. Yeah. So, uh, and then, you know, funny auction items, like 
you know, I won a, um, I had a winning bid on a paper mache cat statue. So, you know, I, I feel as if my coworker is really looking forward to me cleaning up my Dubisky office. Yeah. And this next year, I will primarily work out of Gypsy, which is up the street from here, Grand Prairie Collegiate Institute. Okay. And then Young Women's Leadership Academy. Um, yeah, that's, so that's the whole central office yeah. and traveling around. Yeah, and just and trying to support all the campuses. And I guess the reason I brought up Dubisky is the um, Dubisky is primarily, and its purpose is the career-oriented. Right. Yeah. So that's why yeah. you started there. But as the ISD expands that into mm-hmm. every right. uh, school. And uh, your intern came from Dubisky. Yeah, yes. yeah. So yeah. Um, Dr. Townsend was doing her job as uh, the CTE promoter, helper, yeah. facilitator, um, getting involved in the Grand Prairie Chamber of Commerce. Mm-hmm. Um, we met, became friends. Real, when I was starting this podcast, I thought, oh, yeah, they do interns. Yeah. And I I don't know if I told you and you offered or I asked about interns specifically, but you were like, yes, I think I was it. probably hustling. I'm yeah. always, if you see yeah. me at something, I'm always handing out my business cards like, hey, you know, oh, what industry are you in? Always be selling. I, yeah, I, I pretty much know we're going to have a pathway that lines up with someone. Yeah, and, and um, for those listeners who have listened to the early episodes, at least into about, not, I think, 17 or 18 that I have out, um, Axel was a primary oh, good. Uh, part of that great kid. Good. Um Sharp as can be. Um, what I liked about Axel is he always dressed up. I mean, oh, okay. It was never like just, and I, and I don't want to judge anybody. I, got, I always wear jeans and, I mean, okay. jeans and a t-shirt or shorts right. and a t-shirt. Right, so I, the joy of being self-employed. Uh, yeah, yep. but he would have uh, jackets, he would have ties, and this was on a regular basis. Yeah. And it was always a collared shirt buttoned up. I mean, um, and I, I think he would probably have an excuse to not dress up, but right. he chose that's awesome. to, to be better. And I'm able to, um, that's good feedback too. Cause professionalism is part yeah. of, you know, the pre-employment curriculum. I, I'll tell you at that age, especially it means a lot. Now, if you're, if you're an adult, you almost get away with it. But if I'm looking to bring somebody in mm-hmm. and they're just like dressed for, Impressing, mm-hmm. dressed to impress. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it's uh, it's top of the line. Yeah. Um, it it makes me respect him more than the next guy. Shout out Axel. Yeah, no, I miss him, <laughs> and I still I still t- uh, text with him sometime. And um, you know, COVID makes it difficult. Oh, and that yeah. ended some of oh, our. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it only been a few weeks, and then I brought him in once right. or twice, and and gave him twenty bucks to oh, okay. to come and uh, just sit at the helm and. He kind of, I know he kind of missed the the process, yeah. and uh, he was using my uh, laptop, oh, which okay. doesn't process video well. Okay. So you know he would it would take twenty hours, and he would do the work <gasps> oh, easily. Wow. Like the work was fun, and maybe for, it took forty for one episode or for one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he would the it would be ready. Okay. But for the the computer to turn it into a video that you can share and mm-hmm. put on the internet or put on a disc. Hours. Yeah. Wow. And so I've got equipment that got, does it a lot faster. Yeah. He just can't spend time up here. Right. Yeah. Cause yeah. of COVID. But, um, he taught me everything I'm doing now. Oh, good. With simple setup, this room, um, the editing software, okay. an intern from Dubisky out of your program taught me how to do all That's this. That's fantastic. And so, um, if we get there, 
um, I'll definitely be interested in uh, because now I'll be able to teach a little, but sure. someone else can bring me another perspective right. on how yeah. to podcast. Um, and we'll just enjoy it. This is so much fun. Oh, good. Um, so what got you into CTE and sure. and, and, and hustling? <laughs> hustling la- interns? <laughs> hustling free labor. Um, well, I could kind of tell you, I guess, a little bit about why I switched from industry to education or... Would that be okay? Yeah. Okay. okay yeah. Industry to education. That's yeah. a good move because education can be looked at as a sacrifice. I mean, you're right. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Right. Teaching kids is a great thing and a very hard thing. It's hard. It is so rewarding. I mean, good. I think um, it's such a blessing. The years that I was able to spend in the classroom. I mean, those are the those are the best years. Actually, like these earrings even came from some oh, students. Yeah. We upcycled them. I'll give a little plug. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Wellman Project. No. Um, but it it's a nonprofit that basically turns business surplus or donations into free resources for teachers. Oh, so wow. these used to be graduation no tassels. Yeah. <laughs> and my students uh, uh, made a. A lot of earrings, um, and gave them away at YW for Teacher Appreciation Week. So they they turned graduation tassels into cute little earrings and wrote little inspirational notes with oh, them very and stuff. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the Wellman Project is great. There's a little plug out there if anybody Wellman wants to go Project. Get, yeah, if anyone wants to go get free supplies if you're a teacher. <laughs> if you're a teacher, free. Yeah, free is the right word right now. I right? bet. <laughs> Because that's the other sacrifice you're probably making. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I did I did leave a job at Fortune 500 um, in order to get my graduate degrees required for my long-term goals in education, yeah. right? Um, but again, being in education is so rewarding. And you know, yes, there's so many other jobs you could have that pay, um, you know, a little few extra zeros at the end. <laughs> um <laughs> But that, that's okay, you know. I like helping kids change their stars. Um, what about, well, where did you get your undergrad? Okay. Uh, my undergrad came from John Brown University. It's a little Bible college in the Ozarks. Oh. Um, there's no football team, so there's no sense of rivalry, right? Yeah, like if I had just said Aggie, you would have something like some quick comeback oh, or really? something, right? You know, so it's safe. Um, and then I have my MBA from TCU, from the Neely School of Business. Okay, yeah, I knew that. And, yeah. and then I have my doctorate from TCU as well. Doctor. Yeah, Dr. Townsend. Is that, I mean, like... I love my brother's a doctor of engineering. Oh, okay, fantastic. So, I mean, are you okay with people calling you doctor? Is that I mean, a I've boost? been called way worse yeah, than doctor, right? right? Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. I, I don't want people to get confused with like uh you know, like saying, "Oh, I'm not a real doctor." Like I'm not a real doctor. Oh, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, it hasn't been so no one has ever been like, oh, take a look at this, you know, after, <laughs> after I say I'm doctor. Um, maybe that's because they can probably tell by my accessories and my purse or my car that I'm not like the money-making kind of doctor, nice. right? Yeah, you know, yeah, I yeah. mean, uh, when you but, pull <laughs> right. Uh, but my doctorate is in educational leadership. Uh, okay. d- and is your brother's, I'm assuming, is probably like a PhD in Yeah, what? it's uh, assist, uh, aerospace. Okay. Yeah, aerospace engineering. Yeah. Does Do people ever assume the same thing or do... Well... Do, I don't know, okay. but I'm the overthinker. Okay. So I'm always like, yeah. like I did a podcast with him and I put, you know, he's a doctor, right? Right. And I started thinking, man, people are going to think he's an actual doctor. Oh. We didn't go into yeah. aerospace engineering. Oh. So you always got to be cognizant of that. Yeah. But I, I guess um, 
it would be it's nice to be called doctor, right? Sure, Regardless yeah. Of... I mean, you pay a lot of money. Yeah. You work really hard all those years, you know. But, but so whenever, would... sorry, I would uh, uh, subscribe to some magazines. Okay. Texas Monthly, let's say. Right. And there was I forget what the other one was, but I would put Captain because oh, it asked you that goodness. option. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I'd put Captain. Captain. Just because it was kind of funny. Yeah. And they let you do it. Yeah. They didn't check your credential. That's funny. So um, is that faking it? Uh, I did it for a joke, not for like, because I... I'm quite certain there was no law broken there. Okay, good. <laughs> I can I, phone a friend. We can find out, but I think you're safe. <laughs> I got, years later, I got, let's just say I got in trouble. And... Um, my friends go, way to go, Captain Dumbass. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I got paid back. Wow. I got used to that. So, yeah. uh, Masters at TCU. Mm-hmm. I mean, wh- why'd you go from John Brown College to <laughs> TCU? And there was a distance. There, I mean, there was a time distance. Yeah. Time separation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I was working at a Fortune 500 in finance. Um, it was kind of a square peg in a round hole situation. Finance is fantastic. It just might not fit all of my temperament and energy and, you know, collaborative nature and innovation and stuff that typically a lot of those words don't necessarily describe accounting. Right. Um, and I had started looking around at some different graduate programs, uh, after I finished my bachelor's, I, I knew that I wanted to be, um, a superintendent, later in life, and I was thinking about, is now the time to kind of start making the change from industry to education? Uh, so I looked around at some places that offered an MBA EDD. That's the combination degree I got. Okay. And, uh, and combination is not two like a, PhDs. It's two, it's a master's mm-hmm. and a PhD. Right, okay. and you kind of pursue them at the same time. So it's like Excellent. a concurrent enrollment. Um, yeah. And... So there were three institutions that offered the degree I wanted. Again, this was like 13 years ago. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so it was offered Golly, at, what were you, a teenager? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just go with that. Yeah. We'll go with that. Uh, so <laughs> it was offered at Columbia, USC, and TCU. I kind of had a heart for Texas. Um, I feel as if I grew up here. I mean, I graduated um, from a local high school in okay. DFW. So TCU seemed like the great place. It ended up being the only place I applied um, and so I just couldn't wait. Can I tell you kind of like what happened when I well, kept I'm, waiting for my acceptance well, that was Yeah, that was actually my next question. Like, how'd that process go? Did you, uh, so you chose, sort of chose TCU to pursue or? I did. did that... Yeah, I kind of, I chose them to pursue. Um, there was, there were some pretty good offers uh, for me to continue study at some universities in Arkansas, like okay. University of Arkansas, you know, Hicksuey, oh, wow. all that fun stuff. <laughs> um, but I really just wanted to come back to Texas that, you know, there's strong economy in DFW. Yeah. I had some childhood friends that were still here that I was close to. Oh, great. Um, and I had kind of been a gypsy, right? Like, like yeah. I, I lived in Oklahoma, Kansas, Texas, California, Arkansas, and it kind of felt coming back to Texas would be home in yeah. a sense. Uh, so I just couldn't wait. I mean, it was righteous anticipation. Every day the mail would come. I'm like, oh, is this my acceptance letter? Oh, is this, is this, you know? Um, and finally one day, I was. it was after work. I had this cute, tiny little house on the lake there in Hot Springs. Oh, cool. And I what, pull up, what lake is that? I'm sorry. Lake Hamilton. Okay. Yep. 
So real curious about Arkansas. I hear a lot it's of beautiful, some gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, it really is a beautiful place to visit. Cool. You know, I see why people choose to retire there. You can just slow yeah. down and enjoy. You have friends there still. Life. I do, and family. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. So if you really wanted to visit, you could. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, and and so I remember this day. You know, I. I even like cut my little after work kayak trip short and I'm like, I have to get the mail. Like, I know this is the day we're running out of days. They need to let me know soon if I'm in, if I'm out, I go to the mailbox, I open it up and I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be like a packet, right? Yeah, this big. And it's like this tiny little envelope. And yeah. I'm like, that's probably not a good sign, but yeah. I'm still going to be sunshine and lollipops. It's got to be good news in there. I open up this little letter and sure enough, it's like, we regret to inform you. And whatever they say after that, your brain doesn't actually like hear or process. You may have read it, but you don't remember. What, yeah. yeah. And also to me, and this is, this may be terrible, but this is just how I live my life. I was like, did you just tell me no? Wow. Like, I, you know, I'm going to take no as the beginning of a negotiation. Yeah. I mean, not in dating, right? No means no. Ah, right, 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 right. Well done. But yes, I feel like I need to give that disclaimer. But in all other things, you know, I wasn't going to let anyone set a limit on me. This is where I wanted to go. I knew I had the skills um, and the attributes that they were looking for. I just didn't understand why I just got a rejection letter. Yeah. Right? And so I heard, I, I read the no, but I heard maybe. <laughs> and then I pursued a yes. You know, good, good. Yeah. So, um, you know, golly, don't take no for an answer. And it worked out. Unless, I got accepted. I got like a hundred grand in scholarships because I was persistent. So what was the persistence? What did you do uh, to, I mean, what do you mean? You, sure. Yeah. So I, I called the admissions office just with some, some curious wonderings. Yeah. Um, the degree that I wanted, no one had really been accepted for three years prior. And so I, I just sort of, I didn't know if there was, if there was a needs assessment, like and, and this acceptance is is more or less because I don't know a lot about anything past okay. a bachelor's. I mean, is it just simple acceptance into that degree plan? Is it include financial aid? Is it both? I mean, what are what are you what are you pursuing? Just well, and same same questioning you had, right? Like. I, I yeah, want, yeah, you, you that was, that was exactly, I'm yeah. like, well, what did I, did, was, was it my test score? You know, was it my work experience? Because all of those things are factors yeah. when you're admitted into a graduate program, because later on that's, that plays into some of their rankings. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, well, am I not a good enough candidate? What can I do better? What do I need to do? What do I need to achieve? Because I will apply again next year. Right. Yeah. So persistence. Um, and then I also just wanted to understand what the disconnect was because getting admitted to Neely school of business has a different criteria than getting admitted to the College of Education. So once those colleges kind of met with me, spoke with me, um, I drove down from Hot Springs uh, to Fort Worth. Uh, cool. You know, I feel I feel like once you have a face with the name and applicant, right, I was like, well, yeah. let, let me just be a better human if I need to be a better human to get into your program, because this is going to happen, <laughs> right? And it happened, you know, so here I am, Dr. Townsend, you know, a hundred grand from TCU certainly helped, right? That's really? fewer student loans. Okay. Uh, met a ton of great people. You know, I would say it's life changing, and it was it was just. I'm so glad that I'm now a Horn Frog alumni. Yeah. Um, but I'm also so glad to be done with my doctorate. Right. Ugh, you know. Yeah. The continuing. Yeah. Um, so what did you? So you got. You pursued. They accepted you. They even gave you some money. Right. Yep. Years went by. You got a doctorate. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? I mean. Yeah, what do I do with and it? And what is it in? 
educational me. leadership. Educational leadership. Yeah. Um, so my overarching goal is to be a superintendent someday. Oh, I, excellent. Yeah. I understand the average age of entry is 52. It's a position held by only 11% female, right? So, um, That's, you know, I, I'm not going to disclose my real age, but it's it's not 52 <laughs> yet. Yeah. Um, and it's always important to grow yourself in different oh. areas of the org chart before, you know, yeah. you want to understand in almost an undercover boss type of way. Like you want to understand beginning to end what it takes to run the whole system efficiently, effectively, what decisions are made and how to do everything best by kids, right? Well, and there's no doubt that the 11% female superintendent is changing. And I almost, especially when you're ready in however many years, that um, that'll help. the times are changing. We're not right. there. Yeah. <laughs> I know that, but um, and, and it's funny because here in Grand Prairie, right? I don't remember before. I didn't pay attention before Dr. Hall. She was phenomenal. Hall. And yeah. so, two superintendents now have been right. female. So I don't right. think about. I almost feel like it's supposed to be a female. Right. Uh, well, okay. Yeah, I can get on board with that. Yeah. 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 Um, but I guess I wonder how I would perceive it with a male superintendent you know what i mean like right it unfortunately we're different species sort of like i mean ultimately you just want the most qualified candidate yeah, right yeah um but there there's but there is a um an issue there that you uh, i was checking to see if they could hear us in the other room oh, okay. <laughs> no they couldn't i asked her um but thank you for leaving the door open so we have a little airflow. Yeah, there, you know? yeah, there's no doubt. I noticed that um, some other guests this past couple of weeks, it's just been a little bit hotter. Oh, okay. And so I've kept the door open. And um, it, I'm skinny as can be, and I don't get hot, so I, I never notice. I'm sweating uh, over here. Don't check I'm my so- BMI, I guess, huh? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, cool. So what else? What you, you, you've, got, you've got kids, and that's part oh. of your motivation. Sure. Um, you know, to give back and educate. Um, you, so the CTE program, you're getting kids involved mm-hmm. in a career path at an early age. Right. Is this a majority of kids? So, so at Dubisky, it's a whole college of, I mean, a whole right. school Every kids. child there is in a CTE pathway. And then as we go to the other schools, mm-hmm. is this just one choice? And so 10, 20% of the kids may choose... Or uh, is every kid encouraged to go through and learn a trade early on? Is, sure. Does yeah, that yeah. make sense? Uh-huh. Okay. It does. Um, not all students are enrolled in a pathway, but all students are enrolled um, in CTE courses. Okay. Right. Um, so not about 900 to 1,000 of our seniors are completing a pathway so their senior year like axel they were available for an internship so their senior experience includes an internship all of the other seniors across the district are probably in cte courses as well but it might not be a practicum internship class right and and you can start taking cte classes even at some of our middle schools now um so those think of like principles of business where you're learning about you know different microsoft platforms you know entrepreneurship and they they still have you know, English and math and whatever else, science. And then um, their fifth class is just like, uh, I guess, taking photography or your your book class when when I was in school. Right. Um, Oh, yeah. The options are 
30. What option did you have in high school? Did you get to have oh, any like career? Late courses? arrival, oh. early release, Shocker. office aid. Like, <laughs> so you were like, when can I not learn? Okay, that's, that's everyone's schools differently. No, cool. I get it. And and you, I just told you. You ended up being perfectly fine. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. But I'm not perfectly fine. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, but you're self-employed. I, sure. and, you right, know, right, right. You're that's a contribute big deal. to society. Um, yeah, you know, my brother was very studious. Okay. And I just told you he's a right. doctor. And, and um I mean, what do I need to get by? What, what do I need to not get in trouble, right? And C, make a C, pass. Mm. So I was a C student all the way through. Mm. And senior year came. Yeah. And yeah, I had uh, electives and that, or I'm sorry, I had enough credits to where I didn't have to take a lot of classes. Oh, okay. And so it was late arrival. Nice. I had a class. No, no, I had AP Environmental Science. That was a fun oh, class. Okay. That was... I don't know why I took it, but it was fun. We did sure. composting. Oh, <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah. cool. I still compost today because of that class. Look at that. Um, but then office aid yeah. and then uh, early release. <laughs> That's cool. My CTE class was an ag class, and the only thing I remember is shooting a compound bow, which I don't know if you can still do that in school, shooting a compound bow and well, no, no, cleaning have... a dove. Nice. Yeah, and I don't do either one of those anymore. Yeah. So look, look, no, they look have like archery. Truman, uh, oh, okay. right? I think okay. it's Truman. They have archery, like regular and competitions. I've known uh, community folks who okay. their their kids are real into that. Well, that's pretty neat. Um, so yeah, compound Something bow for everybody. Yeah. Um, you you so I, I you told me something about the advisory councils that oh, you serve on T- yeah. T- uh, STEM. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a unique opportunity uh, working with CTE, but then also working at a couple of our boutique campuses like Grand Prairie Collegiate Institute and Young Women's Leadership Academy. They're both recognized through the state of Texas as T-STEM academies. And so um, it's really nice serving on their advisory councils. Uh, Most of the other advisory members that come and join are industry experts, right? So it might be someone from Lockheed. It could be someone from Bell Helicopter. Um, It could be, you know, TI, you know, Texas Instruments. Um, It could be Texas Trust. There's a lot of different industries that can support um, science, technology, engineering, and math. And I see that as a form of um, networking. Right, yeah, yeah. Like you said, you're you're hustling free labor. (laughs) All the time. Right? And so so that's a place to not only enhance the program you're working on, Mm -hmm. but to learn more about it and and be better at it. the other thing was, uh, I, I guess it's a little bit separate, but you wrote a children's book. I did. And I it's love like, that. <laughs> I think that's such a cool thing. I know, and it's also so quirky. I mean, I think people with their doctorate are supposed to go write books that are like two and 300 yeah, pages yeah. with no pictures, yeah. right? And I'm like, oh, but my kids are so interested in science and animals and international culture. How can I bring that all together on some pages with some yeah. cute illustrations? So, you know. So you wrote a 10-page coloring book. Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. There we go, yeah. Well, children's books, um, I, I feel, are far more powerful than any anything else because only a select few people are going to read yeah. that two-inch thick um, yeah. research yeah. book, right? Whereas potentially right. a kid's book is read by a bunch, and the, and because they're such an early age, they're learning and, and grasping so much. Yeah. What, what, Why did you write it? I mean, what got you to write a children's book? Uh, well, you know, uh, literacy is a really big part of our family. And 
and education. And I just feel that um, encouraging the little minds to read and getting them hooked however we can. Um, My oldest child is definitely like an overachiever, really loves academics. Um, And so we played this game called the animal game, right? So I'm sure... I don't know if it's a real game or whatever. We play it. And so, for instance, someone might start by saying raccoon. So, you know, you spell that in your mind and you know that the last letter is an N. So I would say raccoon. Rafi would say newt. I'd say turtle. He would say eel. Back and forth as far The last letter. You right. Use the last letter. Exactly. Okay. Um, and then I found out he just started doing research on his own. To beat, he, to beat mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he was beating me and he was merciless. I mean, he would say this obscure bird only found in certain areas of China. And I'm like, yeah, bro, you just won. Like, yeah, I, I, Sorry. You Good win. job, yeah. yes. Um, I'm out. Yeah. Uh, but with that, it was really neat seeing how many different animals are out there, just like how you want, before you travel somewhere, you want to learn about the culture, right? Because you've traveled. I see some little trinkets over here. It looks yeah. like maybe you travel to Costa Rica a oh, lot. Oh, yeah. Um, let me quiz you on that Guatemala, in a Costa Rica, yeah. Uh, and Central so, America is beautiful. Is it, yeah. So before... Um, before we would play the animal game, we would try to look at a new country and find out something new. And I thought, oh, you cool. know what? Let me let me really like hone in on his little bit of passion in this. And so then we started making alpaca friend ventures and alpaca you know Alpaca Friend Ventures. Yeah. And you know, my favorite little character in it is Alonzo the Ocelot. Yeah? yeah. What's an ocelot? An ocelot, think about like a little shrunken leopard. A little oh, okay. slightly larger than wow. house cat. Um, you might find a few of them in South South Texas, yeah, okay. but it's really in um, Central America. Central America, mm-hmm. awesome. Oh, is that your Central America? Qu- is it your Costa Rica quiz? No, <laughs> no but um, so Costa Rica. Well, we're, we're fast. I want to say, yeah. um, Thank you for. I mean, I think that you know anything you do for children, even if it's just a corny little book, yeah. um, it, it is greatly beneficial. That yeah. if it can capture minds and, and you. Yeah sound like you derived that from a child who was seeking right yeah, yeah, yeah. to learn more about that particular subject right. and you're able to uh, develop a tool for him yeah that's powerful yeah. right because and it leads to fun little projects that I think yeah. you have back here <laughs> yeah but, so that when you're as an educator mm-hmm. it's not unless you're math right but it's not here read this learn it by right I mean you have to yeah. f- find ways to connect with kids, connect with kids. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then you, in order to do that, you created something right. to make them connect. Yeah. And I think that's pretty powerful and it's a good example of what an educator should be. So, yeah. well, thank you. Um, yeah. Connects to, uh, it does. I love a nice this. little segue into, uh, so my, my littlest one, he was an early reader. Um, and so I'm telling you as a mom, if I had any budget left over, I was always, and it wasn't a lot, right? Because at one point I was a single mom school teacher, right? Wow, and yeah. w- by the time you pay for like childcare and insurance, you're sitting there thinking, oh, what? <laughs> I hope we buy groceries. Like, you R- know, right? Rice and beans. Uh, <laughs> but anytime there was any um, extra money, I was always, we would take him to Barnes and Nobles or half price books um, and let him kind of choose his destiny when it came to reading, right? Yeah. He has a library card too. Oh, but good. some things you just, you love so much, you want to keep a book, right? Yeah. Um, you know, we're a little, we're in a much more blessed situation now. Um, and we still have a collection of all these wonderful books. And when I say collection, I mean, we have, I mean, Cole, it is 
it's an excessive amount of books at this point yeah. between how much mommy loves to read and friends that are educators and everything. And so this uh, summer, as we're processing, how can we give back to the community, right? Yeah. So if we're blessed and we know a lot of people are struggling just from C-19 or otherwise, yeah. right? Um, we were trying to think of a way to connect uh, our resources to the community. Uh, we started researching Little Free Library. And yep. that and that's when I took a screenshot. I plugged in my zip code and was like, oh, where's a Little Free Library around us? Maybe we'll just take some of our favorite books over there and donate it. Yeah. Well, there is definitely not a Little Free Library in walking distance from us. We're in 75050. So, and I took a screenshot. And what did I do? Did I reach out to my local councilman? Yeah. I did. Yeah. Thank, well, thanks for reaching out. Um, it's just I, we could do better. I, I want right? to comment that uh, I'm. We were acquaintances and friends, mm-hmm. and I and it made me even happier that my new acquaintance and friend is a constituent. Moved, moved, <laughs> sure, but moved to the five zero. Yep, yep. And um, from the five two. That's right. To the five zero. That's right. And um, part of your search had one little library mm-hmm. in the five two. That's right. And yeah. so, yeah, there's one to make the five O better, I'm, I'm using right. these terms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's I, right. Because I, 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 I love. She brought it up. She said, because she said the fifty, <laughs> but, well, via te- via text. So I just read it as the five O. Hey, I'm in the fifty, and I'm like, what does that even mean? <laughs> the five O. And then she explained it. I said, oh, it needs to be five O. That makes more seven yeah. five O five O. Yeah. And so, um, we did have one apparently. At Dalworth Rec Center. Okay. And we're not sure. We, Is it I think inside it, the building? And I think, you think it's inside. Okay. And so. So that'd be subject to business hours. I don't know how that works. Hours and yeah. Right? Yeah. And then apparently, which I, I frequent Farmer's Market. Okay. And we supposed to have one there. Okay. And I've never seen one. Okay. So, so there yeah. are places that I guess nearby that the kids and I. Um, could drop some things off, well, but instead we're just going to host one. No, and so that's what I love yard. about it. Yeah, um, and we the city now is going to uh, so exciting, and it and it's so wonderful that the city works so closely with education as well because you know i feel like a little bird may have passed along some information and even yesterday i was in a planning meeting with uh an intern from the city manager's office yeah and he's going to also look into the little free pantry to go alongside a little free library and so this is just so fantastic well i love andrew fortune okay so you're talking about is the man i mean he he really is is. amazing he uh, as a council member um hi andrew if you're watching yeah anytime we have any issues or questions he's a go-getter if it's like a serious issue that needs to be dealt with he handles it and if it's a stupid question about nothing he answers it completely you know what i mean like it's no it's not an issue of what's like important or not important i mean he gets the yeah he's very savvy and courteous yeah he's he's going places yeah we're lucky to have him as a city in our leadership he won't be here oh don't say that no we're no i mean it's just only natural Okay. Someone of his talent is going to grow. Okay. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not going to be, although it's a it's a great title and a great position to be in, he's not going to be the assistant to the city manager for long. He's oh, going to okay. be the city manager yeah. <laughs> himself. So um, great dude. And and, and he, he ran with it. He loved yeah. the idea. Good. 
he jumped on top of it and um, sounds like he's reaching out and yeah. finding out how to so, make it happen. And, and we already have, so this circles back to what we were just talking about with the interns. So, yeah. so we're, we're on the phone because, you know, face-to-face is still, you avoid face-to-face meetings as much as you can. So we're on the phone working through this project. And so some of our seniors at Dubisky, um in the engineering pathway are actually going to start working on some plans. Yeah. You know, we talk through budget and process and timeline and scope with uh, wow. the interns yesterday. So it's, it's going to be great. Let's, uh, I'd like to touch a little bit on now that we're um, a week into oh. week and a half into school. Uh-huh. Um, I don't want to get too detailed, but I'd like to kind of see what you've noticed differences and, and sure. how this thing's going to work out. And, and so my two cents is um, that, it's one of those things you just got to do it, right? Like right. it's almost, you, you don't want to be insensitive to people, especially teachers and parents who are dealing with all this. But literally in this situation, it's kind of those things where we just have to do, like just, right. you're, you, you can't do it the way previously. This is new to everyone. Right. So. I mean, we are, we are blessed to have some people that, you know, have that innovator's mindset, right? So yeah. our organization has people with a lot of different giftedness in it. Oh, so Grand Prairie is very blessed in that regard. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it is very interesting as an administrator to sort of see how all the neighboring districts, we all have a different approach, right? Or a slightly different approach, right? So, you know, we neighbor with Arlington and Arlington ISD is allowing their teachers the option to work from home or work from their classroom their choice. And from my understanding, it could be a, well, Monday, Wednesday, I'm going to work from home. Tuesday, Thursday, I'm going to be in the classroom. Friday might be split. I mean, that's phenomenal. That's, you know, the district saying, what can we do best to serve our teachers? Um, Because, I mean, teachers are magical. I don't know how we're sorting essential workers and non-essential workers, but, you know, if you follow me on social media, you see me saying, no, you are essential. Teachers, you are essential. You make the world go round. Well, I have um, a a few friends, and then I have one I work with regularly, um, and I was asking her just last night, actually, about... I said, so you're you're teaching now. You're yeah. this is and she's and like, Grand yeah. Prairie has teachers teaching like from their instructional spaces yeah. on campus. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, just explaining the the process of what she has to do. Oh, okay. Now is she, she elementary did, or secondary? Uh, secondary. Okay. And she was kind of going. She was the what she was telling me is the things outside of what you normally had to do okay. following up, checking on. I mean, you, and I don't know what they had to do previously. And this, I don't, she was not initially complaining, but she, she, she you could see the stress. Okay. Right. And I mean, it is a, a very high stress. She's time. a teacher. Right. She's all in. She's yeah. not like, Oh, this can't do this. I mean, she's just saying right. like, this is what we have to do now. Right. And it was, I think it was, um, you know, cause you have kids on zoom or, getting instruction via her or mm-hmm. a, a video or whatever. And mm-hmm. and it was just, I think the time spent confirming that the kids logged on or received, watched the video, whatever it was, it was just more things added to her plate that she was doing before. And um, my reaction was like, I almost wanted to like stand up and, 
like applaud her. Yeah, like I thank know. you so much. You know, and again, yeah. she wasn't complaining or no, I'm not no, commenting no, no, no. on what they it should like or she shouldn't was just be doing. Connecting with you. Yeah, yeah. I was it. asking, yeah. how's it going? Yeah. And um, it's tough. Yeah. And uh, teachers are, are are made to teach, and you got to understand that. I mean, uh, they're wearing capes. They should wear capes. Yeah, right? like, they really should. I, yeah. I I, I don't want to uh, belittle the fire department but i feel like they're the best capes right because like everybody loves the fire department i'm telling you no the, kidding the, the police and, are and you loved. know props to chief fight he has a yeah. great organization right, everyone right, right. loves him and his firemen but yeah no firemen get all the love huh yeah you know police are loved and they're also hated yeah, especially in today's times right yeah. like it's a tough thing and, and i'm on the love side of that right good yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so i'm on the hate no I'm oh kidding. no I'm, no i'm kidding i um and then, and but along with them, you know, nurses and and, right. and uh, uh, yeah. patient care, mostly. Yeah, the healthcare professionals that are on they're the all, front line. They're all yeah. loved, but it's one. It's one of the most dangerous. Right. Um, and the reason I say the fi- about fire and not trying to belittle of it because we're so good at it nowadays that you know you show up to a fire, it's either gonna burn and they back off. There's not the firemen running into. A building. Um, most people are already out, and we put the fire out so quick that mm-hmm. it's a, almost a non-issue. Again, I know all that still happens. I'm not yeah. trying to belittle that, yeah. um, but they're firemen, and, yeah. and they and they put it all on the line. Yeah. Um, and they're EMTs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we have teacher, a lot of heroes in the city. Yeah. yeah. So I see what you're saying. Let's so go ahead then, and add teachers to that list. So of teachers heroes. should yeah. have been on that list a long time ago. Yeah. Especially, I think this should prove it. This complete I, transition, this 180 in teaching, I think Grand Prairie, I was going to end with thanking you being a part of GPISD who has brought teaching into the 21st century right. to 2020, yeah. and we were doing that proactively. Right. Now we're forced right. to. Right. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about right. it, and and I think it could ultimately be better. Um, yeah. It's I mean, of get... course. I mean, Grand Prairie ISD does so many things right, you know, and we get visits from all over Texas and all yeah. over the country. To see what we're doing. To see what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, there's so many innovative things going on. Like I said, you know, I work, you know, my totem of leaders above me, they're they're fantastic and they're making good decisions and they're making the best decision they can yeah. for kids, yeah. right? And so now it's, it, right now, I would say in the time of crisis or, you know, we don't really want to talk about it, but C-19 specifically Man. has really caused a lot of decisions to be made in a, in a rapid manner. And then some some of those decisions kind of have to be pulled back a little yeah. bit, you know. And so I just, I love working for an organization where I know people are making the best decisions they can for kiddos. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I, personally, I'm, I've become frustrated okay. and I've recognized it. Yeah. You know, I've, I've, I'm a very laid back person. But you're frustrated with like the social dynamic that comes along with the yeah. isolation and quarantine and all yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. And so I can only imagine if I was dealing with, if I had kids mm-hmm. in the school system mm-hmm. or if I was involved politically with the school board, yeah. how. I just don't know how I'd be reacting right, right. now. So with, I imagine those school board members' phones are just yeah, <laughs> blowing up, right? Yeah, From, I, it's, you never you would know. Think. Um, so, and I, I, I say that because with that frustration, has be, w- allowed me to sh- see more or be more respectful mm. of what's going on over there. Because 
I think, like I said, I hit a, I've hit a point where um, I'm not giving up, but I'm, I'm just completely done with it. I can't. Mm-hmm. What if I try to battle something? It's so such a hot topic. Yeah. And I'm not even battling like one way or the other. Right. I'm just trying to be better. Mm-hmm. So whatever situation you're in, how can we get better from this? Right. Point is, um, the ISD, from my perspective, is handling it. Yeah. And yeah. and I see the teachers are frustrated, and I bet some of the admins frustrated, and I bet the school boards, like you said, their phones yeah, are blowing I'm up sure. and getting yelled at. But I'm sure. and I'm sure they take a call that says, "You shouldn't be online," and, and you're la la la. And then the next call is, I'm so glad you're online, but right. why don't you? And you know, it's right. like, yeah. So it's exact, I'm 50 yeah. 50, 30 30 30, whatever yeah. you name it, it's just kicking butt. Um, and so I'm impressed. And, and, I, and I say all that as a way of saying thanks for mm-hmm. being a part of that yeah. and, and pursuing it. And I imagine for your um, desire to excel and be a superintendent. Um, this is a great learning process, right? Of course, yeah. There's been a there's a lot of things going on in Texas. Just you know, even think about uh, the superintendents along the coast. Maybe there are some places that experience natural disaster at yeah. a much higher rate than we do in DFW. Yeah. Um, and so there's a lot of different places to learn from. You yeah. just have to really try to, you know, I I really want to be a lifelong learner. So when something when someone's doing something amazing, I want to know, oh, what a great idea. Oh, that's a good practice. Can we bring that in here? How do we implement that, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's it's always nice to sort of learn beyond yourself. Yeah. You know? um, Dr. Amber Townsend, um, thank you so much yeah. for taking the time. Um, being this was our third time, we were far right. more efficient. We, we covered our topics. We did. We still had fun. I think we, we at least laughed a few times yeah. and we, we, uh, spread, spread some good information, I hope. Yeah. And so, um, as we get further into, uh, the, the semester, are we s- yeah. semester? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and maybe next semester, um, as a review or, or as we come out of COVID, maybe I'd, I'd like you to consider coming back and, and, touching on some more yeah. about the ISD. And yeah, that'd be great. And also, I, I see that you're kind of a checklist guy. Like, is that... I'm getting better at that. Okay, good. Because um, I, I'm if I didn't, I would be talking about random stuff, okay. and I'd go yeah, off yeah. on tangents, and I'd tell you about diets and right. exercising and all that I like yeah. talking about, but... Um, well, I don't like diet or exercise, so glad those are off. Most folks don't. All right, here we go. You brought it up. Oh, no. Um, This is my COVID reaction. Okay. Uh, And I was telling you how I've I've kind of, I've got to a point where I've faltered a little bit. And I'm very open about me and who I am. So it's such a hot topic, right? So I've decided that I, I, and part of this comes from me being an elected official, I, I can't be silent. Silence is not the answer, okay. right? So um, my goal... And I can see that. You're always advocating for something. Yeah. Right. There's, yeah. I could, hey, I could play it safe and be silent. Of course. Right? Yeah. I didn't sign up right, to, to just be, the back be here. Yeah. And I've got other goals in life that eventually would take me away from Grand Prairie. And so 
that's not what I'm doing now. Right. I'm here making this place a better place or attempting to make this right. place a better place. So my, what I'm doing then is I'm going to promote health and particularly healthy immune systems. Okay. Because I'm not a doctor, but in my opinion, a great reaction response to COVID is to be healthy. That doesn't, you can still get, you can be the most healthiest guy in the world okay. with a great immune system and get a virus and die. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not saying that get healthy, right. but I guarantee you in the number, the percentages show if you're more, if you're healthy and have a healthy immune system, you're more likely to survive a virus or disease. So that's what I want to do. Okay. I want people to know and have information on um, building uh, a healthy immune system or uh, whatever. A healthy immune system comes from proper diet and exercise. Okay. Um, so I can go off what I do. First off, I admit I have good genes. So okay. I'm naturally skinny. Um, I don't put on weight, although I do. And so, uh, but intermittent fasting, okay. something I started doing four or five years ago. Really? Yeah. Tell me about that. Um, intermittent fasting. How long? 16 hours. Okay. I don't eat for 16 hours. Okay. That's a lot of hours, but it's also not that many hours. Yeah. So technically at eight o'clock in the evening, I could quit okay. eating and eat at 12, eat lunch at 12 the next day. Okay. And- what allows me to do that is coffee. You can, the intermittent fasting rule book allows for 20 calories or something like that, okay. right? So you can have a, a cup of coffee. It's a stimulant. It wakes you up. Unless you're physically working, you don't need food, right? Mm -hmm. You don't need energy at that point. I say energy, that's it. Yeah. But oh. you don't need f food in your body. So with that... Um, Intermittent fasting takes you to lunch as your first meal. So they always say breakfast is the most important meal of the day, or what we've heard. Okay. It's n breakfast. Breakfast is not the most important meal of the day, but when you break your fast hmm. is the most important meal of the day. Hmm. So your so my lunch at noon should be what I eat the most healthy. Okay. It's not, but it but at least I'm I'm geared in that direction. Okay. Um and so um, intermittent fasting is what I do. Now my transition is when I break my fast to make it a healthy meal. Okay. So what that does is introduces the breaking your fast. There's potentially your body has burned off calories in your body. So now it's going after the fat. So you start burning a little bit of fat mm -hmm. instead of calories. Okay. So now when you introduce something into your body, your, your gut is breaks that down and it and so it's you get it's your gut builds on breaking that down mm. what that is that you introduce to it so if you introduce healthy items to your gut it's going to produce um cultures is what they're called to break down those things so if it's a burger your body wants mm. to will react to having burgers and and then you will seek burgers your 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 um, appetite will seek burgers. That's interesting. So if you break your fast with fruit and vegetables or whatever, 
I'm not a dietitian either, but yeah. whatever is considered a good diet, um, your body will then seek that. Hmm. I, I saw this um, firsthand. I don't have kids, but my um, best friend and their daughter lived with me. And as a baby, she pureed vegetables and gave fed the kids. Fast forward to now, nine years later, I go have dinner with them. All they want is vegetables. Really? Like they don't, wow. like you give them a chicken nugget. Wow. Most kids love chicken nuggets. Right. They're like, eh, I'm good. They want the broccoli. Wow, that's they, amazing. That's what they want. So that's an example. I understand yeah. nothing's that way. And they were very studious about that and, and, and made sure it happened. So this is not a, I've got COVID, let me eat healthy now. This is a long-term okay. you know, thing. So, uh, And then vitamin D, zinc, magnesium are in all kinds of products. You can right. buy supplements. Yeah. And all these things boost your immune system. I know us educators live on those emergency packets. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. Vitamin C. Yeah. Um, regulate blood sugar levels. I mean, diet, one out of three is... Uh, pre-diabetes or diabetic. I mean, it's yeah. just, it's, I mean, I know you can't see it, but I have type one. See? So I have this fun little sensor in my arm. And that's just the way yeah. we are. And some of that's genetic. I mean, you, I, I, without getting into it, that would be something that you would have gotten regardless of right. how you yeah, ate yeah, or dieted. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and so I'm not dismissing that aspect of it. So there's my rant on okay. dieting hey, that's exercise. Cool. Everyone has their passion. Well, and I, I figure if I can direct. And that's a decent thing to pursue. Right. What's if, the worst case scenario? You get healthier? And that, you help a friend get healthy? Great point. Well, that's a perfectly fine outcome. Great point. I'm, I'm looking to at least, yeah. if nothing else, spread the information that yeah. we don't think about. Too many times we think diet and exercise is eat kale, run 10 miles yeah. every day, <laughs> lift 1,000 pounds, whatever it is. Right. And you can do that. Yeah. But you're going to stop doing that. Right. Is the, yeah, is you the want thing. sustainable lifestyle changes. But if yeah. you but if you eat a piece of fruit or one of those things that contain more vitamin D, magnesium and zinc, mm -hmm. that's going to be easier to maintain in the long term. Mm -hmm. What I also is I go on walks. Okay. You, you know, and your I neighborhood have, would be great because you've got hills. I am quite certain I have seen you on a walk. Yeah. Do you have a dog that is large-ish? Yeah. Does it always stay on a leash? Not always. I have seen you walking. But I, I, my argument is is imaginary leash. Fair. And fair. If someone gave me a hard time, look. First, I'm I'm kidding. Anyways, back to my neighborhood I, being a good place to yeah, walk. Yeah, you yeah. can walk. Yeah. And so walking is. Um, not going to kick, you're not going to hurt your calves and get calf splints. You're not right. going to pass yeah. out and die. True. We can walk for yeah. 30 minutes and That's you'll, true. it's, you can maintain it. And during that 30 minutes, your heart rate, heart rate raises, right. you're exercising. Right. Congratulations. You know yeah. what I mean? And, yeah. and since, since you're exercising so easily, you're more right. likely to do it long term. That's true. And, and I, I live a pretty active lifestyle, especially with having uh, two little boys. And oh, we, I yeah. mean, we are running around and walking. Well, you're talking and, about kayaking. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, kayaking and yeah. swimming and hiking. I mean, we're, we're constantly on the move. But as far as in my brain, I'm not telling myself yeah. that it's diet or exercise. But yes, we always have fruit and vegetables, you know. And, and a lot of the diet and exercise advocates overlook genes, True. I mean, people are just skinny and people are just, um, we, when we must have started getting loud, oh, just closing sorry. the door. <laughs> um, overlook genes. I mean, some sure. people are just big, some people are, are yeah. skinny, and that's just the way it is. Yeah. 
that doesn't mean you can't change that. Of course. So, right. Yeah. Um, I'm glad we had a 10 minutes there. Got my little spill on. Uh, hey, yeah. You know. Is there anything else you'd like to talk? See, usually it's just you asking your guests the question, right? Yeah. Maybe I should ask you some questions. <clears throat> like what got you into running for a seat in city council? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that. And um, Have you been asked that question before on air? I think I volunteered it one one time. Well, please tell me. Thank you for asking. I I think it's a good story, and I won't. I'll make it quick. So, um, I grew up two blocks on the other side of City Hall. So we're oh, located. Wow. We're okay. located two blocks this side of City Hall right now. Mm-hmm. I literally grew up two blocks on the other side of City Hall. So you're a Grand Prairie High. Yeah, okay. I moved around through college. Okay. Um, lived on couches, literally. So back up. Before couch surfing was cool. Yeah, like right. Before there was <laughs> 16, almost 17, my parents moved to Weatherford. I was okay. about to be a senior in high school. They That's could... another district who has had a female superintendent. Just oh, really? give a shout out out there. Oh, very cool. Yeah. I wouldn't have gone to Weatherford. I've gone to Millsap, a 2A school. Okay. So I stayed. They couldn't get me to leave. Really? I lived with my uncle, and I lived on a friend's couch, and then college started. I was working two or three jobs. Dad helped a little bit with college until I failed, mm-hmm. and then he said, you're on your own. So okay. I, then I paid for college until yeah. I got to UTA, and the, the bill was 10 times more. Mm. Anyway, I explained all that to say I stayed here. Then I bought, okay. started my business, bought a house um, next to my business, and so friends moved away. I stayed. Um, and uh, about four or five years into the business, I'm involved in the Chamber of Commerce. I'm doing community involvement. How great is our chamber, too, by the way? Yeah, it's so much fun. They're fantastic. Uh, Diverse, open, Mm -hmm. active. Um, And so somebody mentioned something about city council. I was like, voting, you know, in districts. I was like... Yeah, you're kind of like, what is that? that?" Yeah, I looked into it. I was like, this is my backyard. I know all these people. I literally grew up here my entire life. So I just filed and ran. Okay. And it was kind of for fun. Like, hmm. I guess part of what I was able to do is when I told, talked, knocked on a door and said, hey, my name's Cole. I run the business, Austin Insurance, there on the corner. So I was advertising a little bit. Yeah. And I knocked on a lot of doors and talked to a lot of people. And um, I, I'll never forget about three, I don't know, three quarters of the way into it, I started putting out my signs. And then the incumbent was like, oh, crap. He's, this guy's been working, and oh. they actually had to like get to work, and wow. he won. And I upset him, and I adore him. He, I ran against him. I can understand. For me, it was just I want to run and do something. Okay. For him, he took it as an offense. And I feel like sometimes I might take it as offense now if somebody – it's like, why are we, what am I doing wrong? Why do you want to run against me? So you got to figure out that dynamic. Yeah. Okay, I lost. That was an 9 I stayed involved, got even more involved in the city, um, and actually kind of got to a point where I kind of gave up. For 10-plus years, I'd been doing all this community activity, and my personal life, in my opinion, suffered for it. I just okay. – I didn't – I wasn't social. I was social at Chamber of Commerce. I was right. social yeah, yeah, yeah. at the Grand Prairie High School Alumni Association. Right, you know, yeah. But not uh, going out and my friends were slowly getting married, and, and, and so um, – I more or less gave up on the city aspect of involvement. Okay. 2018, Tony Shotwell retired. Oh, okay. And I was geared up to 
I knew I could win. I learned so much from that first run. I knew how to do it, okay. what to do. And when he retired, I was like, oh, in. Like, I, this is a no-brainer. <laughs> um, and I had a Spanish doctor in a very highly Spanish community run as well. I had a, a vice president of uh a very popular bank here in Grand Prairie okay. run at the same time because okay. it was an open seat. Okay. And um, adore both of them. Um, the Spanish doctor is an elderly man, and he married his ex-wife recently, and I got to go to the wedding. And, I mean, it was just so such a cool experience. And I Oh, like they... Re- yeah, remarried. Oh, that's sweet. Remarried his ex-wife. That's sweet. And I, I met that acquaintance through the... Um, a campaign process. Okay. You know, it's funny because he was real, almost like it was competitive. Like, and I would be like, I would say, "Hola, doctor, cómo estás?" You know, like he's a Spanish guy, and 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 uh, he was surprised at my like open friendliness and wanting mm-hmm. to be his friend. So we ended up becoming good friends. He invited me to his wedding, and um, okay. the other guy serves as my planning and zoning commissioner. He, okay, he's a butthead, honestly, but he's my butthead, right? Like he drills investors and and developers protecting my city um and so i I love them and i want them in that position uh doing that point is um this is my bragging i beat them by 70 percent margin so 70 percent the other 30 is divided by two people right so like yeah so that's why so that's why i ran that's why i'm here the, I, the person that takes the time to go and knock on a voter's door and ask for their vote is the person I want running. Yeah. So as long as I'm doing that, that's why way I want Grand Prairie to be. Um, and we're, it's so amazing from 09 to 18. In 09, Grand Prairie was still kind of reeling off this, like, I'm going to say downhill city, like, it, it, it was turning around. Our school district mm-hmm. actually started that mm-hmm. with Dr. Hall. Um, but it, I was like, we need this. I'm here. My friends left. They, they don't like Grand Prairie. I'm here. This needs to be a better place. We need to do X, Y, and Z. And um, from 09, that happened to, to 18. That started happening. Right. I, I don't think it was my influence, but it obviously was a little bit of my influence because I promoted that loud loud for three or four months um and here we are in 2018 right. i've got we've got some of the best development in the state mm-hmm. of texas if not in the nation going right. on we have a police department mm-hmm. that was ahead of the curve in modern day policing right. like yeah absolutely we are not dealing with the effects of our um, policing culture, right. social media issues, right? Mm-hmm. Like we are not perfect in any way, shape or form right. and we have a lot to learn, but we got brought into the 21st century right. um, 10 years ago right. uh, or began the process. Right. And um, with downtown area development, mm-hmm. policing, our fire is one of the best fire. You know, we're we're right rate wanting uh the uh, rating of one in the insurance rating oh, okay um, so like if for fire losses 
Grand Prairie has the best insurance rate Fantastic. Um, that, you, that you can get anyway. Um, I'm going off on a subject, but yeah. roofing makes your insurance a lot higher. But anyway, so that's why I got in. I mean, it's my backyard. Yeah. I love, I love it's people. It's a great city. I mean, um, as long as I've I'm moved here, here three times, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> thank you. You know, it's, it's a fantastic city. And I see people recognizing that. Yeah. I see people going, wow, Grand Prairie is a cool place. And that means so much to me. Like right. for a guy who stayed here, stuck around here. Right as my friends moved away and, and more or less called it the pits. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, I'm going to accuse many of them of being racist and I'm not trying to throw names out there, but you know, they've wanted the white suburban area. Well, this is an old town mm-hmm. with a very diverse community. And so like, that's who we are. That's who I am. And it makes me proud when people recognize that and want to be a part of it. Um, I'd say Grand Prairie is a city where everyone's welcome, right? Yeah, and everybody yeah. feels feels safe and invited. And well, tell me when you're where you're not, and I'll go up there with you and and, and have a conversation with them, right? Like right. If, if someone if someone's not welcome somewhere, let's go. I want to go right. up there with you and let's talk to them and yeah. try to figure out what the problem is, yeah. because that's not where who we are here. Right. And those who feel that way have left, hmm. and 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 maybe that's why we're getting better. And that's why maybe that's why we're <laughs> such a good city. I mean, we're a great city, that's for sure. Yeah. And, you know, the, the school district and the lower crime rate, I mean, those are the two things I was looking at when thinking about well, where am I going to, you know, where really? am I going to move my family? Where am I going to, you know, where are we going to plant ourselves? Yeah. Um, so it was, it was a no-brainer. Yeah, in regard... Grand Prairie wins. If you look at the metrics of all the surrounding cities, you know, Grand really? Prairie is amazing. Yeah, I, I think it's so cool that uh, kids have, and this has been happening for years, but it seems like it's more prevalent, Um college credit going right. uh, graduating right. as early as middle school they're yeah. taking uh, classes yeah. we have such a we have a large Hispanic population and I know some of our um, secondary schools in my district um, kids that speak Spanish are bilingual mm-hmm. they're getting credit for that like either right. they test right or mm-hmm. they've already been proven but anyway they're getting credit for yeah. simply being bilingual well and there's like credit by exam there's some exams you can yeah. take and earn some uh, Spanish credit hours. Uh, but yeah, Grand Prairie Collegiate Institute, right up the right up the street from you, yeah, um, is a fantastic. Is that place the one on one sixty one? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, and uh, right by Hill. Yeah. Is there a new development? There's a some development going in there. Yeah. Maybe you gave me a hard time about that. Yeah, I got a hard time about a lot of those folks. I, I don't know about a hard time. I'm just curious. Yeah. You know the 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 sweet uh, the sweet lady that was selling us our home. You know. 87 years old and it is a lot of home for her to maintain and so some of the visits we would have you know sitting there with her and she's talking about the community and she's like you know I, I, I went to city hall and I protested this or that and I'm like well you're adorable I might not I might not be that much of an advocate for some of the same issues she was but I certainly loved that the passion and she's like oh well this neighbor you know cares about this and this neighbor cares about that I'm like this is a really good sense of community here you know but I just tease you about the development to me economic development is great yeah right um so I I get it um and think of what she had seen living in that house for 50 years right there's a lot of change in the city over 50 years so um presidium Mm-hmm. is the uh, builder okay. on, on that uh, development. And it's going to be like a four-story luxury apartment. Okay. And so when you think apartments building in your backyard, and it's not your backyard, it's further down and yeah, yeah. on the hill. And mm-hmm. So um, 
when you think uh, part, immediately your reaction is low end, poor, high crime. And um, so. With, well, not my reaction, but yes, I understand no, what you're saying. Like, uh, yeah. it's particularly long term grandparents. Oh, okay. You're what saying what they brought to city. Sure. About and, it. And then okay. look at the surrounding apartments. Okay. So, so for folks in that area, see a think apartment. They look at some of the apartments that have been there for the last thirty years, that are in fact low, uh, high crime, and so there's this image of apartments of like we don't want that. Mm. I mean, and so that's what the people are arguing, right? Mm. So Presidium in this development is a high end, nice luxury apartment. Um, that's going to bring in engineers that work at Lockheed, right? Right. I mean, the location is amazing. Yeah. And, and, and it's interesting when people want HEB or Whole Foods to come here, this does that, you know what I mean? And it doesn't mm-hmm. do it specifically, right. but this brings in a um, group of, of uh, the money, mm-hmm. uh, people with money, density, okay. a density that when HEB looks at who's living in this area, who's going to buy groceries for them, um, the amount of people and the amount of money that's in a circle around HEB, now this is going to add three 300 people who have spending dollars. Mm-hmm. Now HEB, and I'm not saying right, HEB is going to come, right. but now the when people want... Yeah, let's ra- not get those rumors yeah, started. Yeah. <laughs> when people want nice restaurants yeah. and, and uh, yeah. supermarkets, look, this is on 161. Right. This is on a major interstate, right? right? This yeah. isn't like in the middle of nowhere in, in your backyard. Right. And so there's a lot of problems, and, and none of it justifies an apartment being in your backyard where it used to be a field. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for anybody who's going through that process. And um, as the representative, I voted no for them, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it passed eight to one. People, <laughs> people want... I mean, See what I mean? Right. It was yeah. overwhelmingly right. yeah. a good thing for our yeah. city. And I know it doesn't help, but I wanted to show yeah. support for who I represent. Okay. And even though it was just that little pocket, my di- district's a lot bigger, I the right, right thing to do is yeah. to, to vote no. And um, it's it was a frustrating thing because those people took the time to show up. And I mean, the... They weren't going to win, but, you know... we. So see, so seeing that happen, yeah. I mean, it's it's sad. It's it's frustrating, and you don't know what the answer is. Yeah. Um, it's an empty pot of land on a, on a major highway. Right. It's just something's gonna. Yeah, growth and development. Yeah. Crazy, and we're in the middle of a we're in the middle of seven million people, seven eight million people. Right. We have a lot of neighbors. Yeah, it's just yeah. part of the deal. So um, that's what we deal with, you know, and that's what I signed up for. Um, uh, there, there's especially during COVID. There's no glamour to this. You, you're not. We don't have events to go to and look yeah. cool and and do things with. Yeah. Uh, this is right now. This is just the. This is the tough part. I do cherish the sweet little uh, every tiny little victory, and I do really, really appreciate the way that people are finding creative ways to gather people. Right, like yeah. maybe you're having virtual bingo, or yeah. you know, maybe you're having a a Zoom session where you're like karaoke like there's a lot of yeah. fun different ways for people to still connect in a safe way yeah right? li- my lions yeah. club um we do zoom okay i don't go as much but um we did have a 
in-person meeting at, at Outlaws. Oh, you did? Masks okay. required. Wow. And uh, everybody wore masks. That's you awesome. know, every now and then somebody would get up, go grab some ketchup, and they forgot to put their mask on. Yeah. Um, and then last night, my church, the youth, I work with the youth, uh-huh. they had, um, we, we, we met in person. Oh, wow. And what was funny, me and my youth leader and his wife, uh, didn't have her mask on at first, oh, right? No. Because because at first we're distance and we're there. Yeah. So the kids come on with their mask right. on. You got to wear your mask. And then they see we're not wearing it and they took it off. Mm-hmm. And we kind of like huddled, we're like, "Hey, everyone needs We're to not wear wearing it. we're yeah. not wearing it, so they're not going to wear it." So we yeah, wore it and example. sure enough, yeah. they all put them on and we had a yeah. hour and a half together. Oh, that's um, fantastic. And these kids spent three times a week together through that just that church oh right? okay and so okay for the past since march they haven't Hadn't seen each other yeah oh, and they have they, yeah. they've seen each other we've had one or two meetings it's more importantly since uh since uh, july oh okay beginning of july is when the major mask order came down like yeah. no if ands or buts right and then our church stopped meeting um it was good yeah, you know, and and i'll wear the mask all day long if, I, yeah, if it allows right? me to see those kids of course yeah um, it's fun. Hmm. I don't think I have any other hard-hitting questions for you. I mean, I see your Costa Rica trinkets. I see your baseball. Costa Rica was um, to learn Spanish. Okay. Um, uh, I've, I've mentioned it multiple how, times. How Grand- many times have you been to Costa Rica? Four. Nice. So the first time was with my good buddy, Clayton Fisher, and a few other friends. Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah. And his wife is yeah. even more fantastic. Yeah, she yeah. is. Um, top of the line. Um, great people. I go over there and swim. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah, they go, let you in their COVID in the back, bubble? Yeah, That's I just go sweet. in the backyard. <laughs> well, their pool is 100 yards almost. 100 yards. I don't know. But it's far from their backyard. Oh, that's nice. They have... like they. they he bought his parents' house and completely remodeled it. Oh, okay. So they have a nice place. Um, and anyway, I go in the backyard, jump in the pool. They'll come out with the baby and talk for, for a little bit, and then they'll go back in. And, That's sweet. Um, but we went – I don't know how it happened, but he said um, – oh, he guy he worked with had a, a place they visited there. And they suggested okay. it to us. I'm like, let's go to Costa Rica. Okay, let's go to Costa Rica. So we, wow. we put it together. We went for a week, eight people. That's At fun. that time, we were all single. Yeah, uh, everybody was friends, you know, guys and girls, and it was just a pure, fun, zip line, hiked beach. Oh, fun! Just sat at the house uh, on a mountain overlooking the beach. That's fantastic. so cool. So years later, I wanted to learn Spanish. I was investigating that. Almost went to Mexico. Then I thought, oh yeah, Costa Rica. I know Costa Rica called um, a random business down there. They suggested Academia de Amor and called them up. They said, yeah, come on. And I wow. went for um, uh, six weeks. Wow. Lived with the Costa Rican family. Um, and that was hard. I almost cried. Really? Oh, just being gone that the long? The inability to communicate. Oh. You can't communicate. Mm. Well, how do you, I mean, even tienes hambre. And I was like, what? Tienes hambre. I don't know. What? You know, like, I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. Do you have hunger? That's how you say, are you hungry? Oh, wow. Like, and mommy, she'd always ask me, tienes hambre. I don't know what you're what saying to me. Oh, I don't no. know. That's tough. That's just some, that's right. a simple thing. Yeah. And it was about a week and a half into it. I finally kind of like broke down. And then after that, I got better. 
Oh, okay. I started like receiving things. Yeah. Um, but I still didn't learn Spanish. I got a lot better, but I didn't learn Spanish. And so I went back the next summer. Wow. I just had so much fun. I went for t- two months. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. And this time I rented an apartment. Wow. Uh, uh, and that I came back speaking Spanish from that. That's fantastic. And then I yeah. went one more, one more time for a few weeks to kind of uh, brush up, and I'm ready to do it again. But not now. Well, Travel yeah. restrictions. Yeah. Can't go. Yeah. Have you traveled at all during? COVID? I have uh, I mean, like road trips or anything. I have a like hunting that? lease okay. in Hill Country. Okay. And I was down there last weekend. I'm going to go in a few weeks here. That's nice. Um, it's on a river. Jump in the water. Yeah. I mean. I'm not a big drinker, but just running around, I'll have a few drinks down there. And, um, so that's my, but even they're restrictive. Um, they don't want a bunch of hunters. There's right. about 20 hunters on the lease. Oh, okay. And uh, me and my, man, my old man, we just go down there just to go. Right. I do hunt. Okay. But that's like the fifth thing I do when I'm down there. Oh, you know okay. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. With the water and cabins and hill country. That's nice. I mean, especially in, when it fall and spring, you can hike. Uh, yeah, that's true. When it's not a hundred plus. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I mean, you can, but I'm just not yeah. interested. Yeah. Um, we'll go. We'll go. It's dove hunting starts okay. next week. <laughs> you're, the, you're the. Did you see my mind immediately go to yeah. wait? I know how to clean a dove. That's the yeah. only thing. Yeah. I'm gonna. I know gonna, how to clean a dove, and I almost kind of know how to clean a house. But, like, uh, do I The do least I'll one? do is a picture. But if I can get one of the hunters to video me, you know, cleaning, cleaning it up, it, I'm as approve it. Yeah, okay, yeah. See if I get your approval. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Well, I'm glad you've been able to get out a little bit. You know, I've taken the kids down to Corpus a couple times. Yeah. Uh, went to Port Aransas. We go oh, to good. dig at Mineral Wells Fossil Park. There's a really cool yeah. place, and you actually get to keep about. your finds. I didn't um, know, you, yeah. Yeah, and we go to... Some state parks. Like My sister Mineral lives state out there. Park, yeah. Cedar Hill State Park. And you know, uh, Possum Kingdom is right there. Past and Mineral I hear Wells. they have great fishing. Possum Kingdom? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's a big lake. So, yeah. if, especially the guys that the tours, I'm sure they know. Hmm. Um, exactly where to go. Just a quick reference. So, we back to my um, health and fitness. Okay. Being outside, uh, the sun's the best source of vitamin D. Well, good, because I'm out there as yeah. much as I can be. And we actually, we went camping during COVID as well. Oh, cool. We, we went yurt camping in Arkansas. So we're going to be doing yurt? that again. Yurt. What's yurt? It's it's almost like a circular tent, but it comes, like, I would say kind of halfway furnished. So it comes with bunk beds. You already have your picnic table. It comes with a, oh, a grill it? and propane tank. Is it a trailer? No, it's, it's stationary, and it has, like, a wooden wraparound deck, and it sits right next to the water so it's all you really have to bring is your pillow and blanket oh it's that, that's already there yes it's you already there, there. Okay. yes um so and it, and it feels safe you have your own key lock it's a custom yeah. code you know so it's it's not glamping by any yeah. means there's no air conditioning there's yeah. no heat uh you don't have a restroom attached so it's not glamping but it's also a step above camping um just so you don't have to tote as much stuff yeah. right because camping with children, you're already toting a, a lot. Anyways, let's not bring the entire universe. I, I sound like a wuss saying this, but so like I, I love the, the outdoors. The, the the heat, I love the outdoors, except yeah. for above ninety degrees. Like, oh, okay. And so, I'll deal with the cold. I'll deal with really? thirty two more than I'll deal with mm. hundred. Because thirty two, you put on extra layer, do some yeah, jumping jacks, that's you're true. good. That's true. Um, but but with the heat, I mean, golly. Mm. 
Now, a cool breeze makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. You got that layer of sweat on you and the breeze comes in. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we've ever really camped out in the cold, cold. I yeah. mean, in October we did, was it like the epic camp out okay. that was there with the city? I didn't know that. So I, I talked my girlfriends into going as well. And the weather, I think it was relatively chilly. I yeah. want to say it got down I want to say it was hot like the week before too. Yeah. <laughs> not hot, hot, but it's right. not where I wanted to. Yeah, but so we were like that quickly night, looking for gloves and things because yeah. you think, oh, I'm going to sleep. It's going to be pretty cold. But See, that's another thing I can't wait to bring back. I mean, we were doing like concert out yeah. there. Yeah, You know, cover bands, just whatever. There was yeah. always something going on out there. And that's like vital to that entire development yeah. and what we're we'll doing We'll be back to socializing soon, you know. Woo! We will be. We will be. It'll happen. Doc's been fun. Yeah, thank you for having me on. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah. We'll talk to you soon. All right, bye. Bye.